Dear King, Father, you are all-knowing and you sit outside of time. From that place, you can see the full picture and we basically know nothing. So all I'm asking is that for this time we have together, help us to color inside the lines. Convict us to keep our intentions pure. Give us holy boldness, God, to go after what pleases you and unique strategy so that when we go forth, we bring more royals home. From my whole heart, God, your daughter, Pia. What's up, Royals? And welcome back to the Dear King Podcast. My name is Godsis Pia, and I'm so happy to have you back inside the community. I hope that you are well. I hope you are happy. I hope you are safe. And welcome to Black History Month. Okay, a whole 28 days. Is this leap year? Hold on, let me check. Is it leap year? Do we get an extra day or still just 28? Yep, just 28. All right, well... Uh, I hope that we enjoy each and every single day of this month. Not only me and all of my fellow Black Americans, but you as well, wherever you are. I hope you choose to let us inspire you to be great in spite of. Um, I hope you celebrate all things that are Black this month because there's going to be a lot of commercialized things that you can take a part of. So, enjoy. Um, listen, if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you chose to listen and Find out what's going on here over at Dear King Podcast. Um, I hope that something I say today encourages you. I hope it inspires you. And if it does, go ahead and share it with someone else that they can be encouraged to. Also like um, and rate this podcast so that you can help me be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. And if you are so inclined, leave a review or um, comment on my social media. Let me know what you like about it and what maybe I can talk about next time. That goes for all of you royals. I'll be happy to hear from you. I am so glad to be here having a good time. Let's get into some segments, shall we? Check this out. Okay, as I said, it is Black History Month. Today is February the 1st. And what I'd like for you to do is I would like for you to shop black all month long the best you can. Please support black businesses. And I would like to let you know that Target has made this easy for us this year. And it has been for at least a couple of years. Did you know that you could go to the categories on Target and you can click on shop black owned or founded? Okay. Target will let you sort through all of their available inventory for what is Black-owned or Black-founded. And so that will help you to add just a sprinkle of Black love in your cart as you are ordering for your drive-up or for your delivery. So that is how I will be shopping Target this month to be sure that I add some Black brands to my home for things that I need. And so I hope that you would do the same thing. I wanted to share that with you in this time, and I hope that you'll check it out. As always, if there's something that I need to check out that you think I should look at, hit me up at DearKingPodcast at gmail.com. And if I think it's worth my while, I'll check it out and let you know right here on the podcast. All right, next up, your favorite segment. These are things you should and should not do. You should know your friends. Pray. Pray, okay? These are the facts. 
Okay, Royals. So in true fashion, these are my facts. However, I don't think these facts are going to get me in trouble. It's just a little traveling uh, inspiration for you this Black History Month. These are cities to visit to learn about Black history. If you're in these cities, kudos to you, child. You probably experienced it all. I can tell you I live in Los Angeles, and I have only been to the African-American Museum once or twice for, like, a school field trip. So I definitely need to go back to kind of see what they have up there and if any of it is true. But if you want to see some information about Black history in your city, then these are six cities that you may want to check out. Number one, Washington, D.C., Number two, Cincinnati, Ohio. Number three, Atlanta, Georgia. Number four, Memphis, Tennessee. Number five, Detroit, Michigan. And number six, Montgomery, Alabama. These are all places that have historical national African-American museums or they have historical um, African-American landmarks that you can go to visit uh, to read up on what happened there um, last year. A couple years ago, I went to Atlanta, and I was able to tour the childhood neighborhood of Martin Luther King. I was able to visit the church, and I thought it was really interesting and inspiring to be in those places and to hear those stories and uh, to walk across this monument that had names of people in in Black history, and it was just very, very good. Um, And I love to go to Atlanta for all of the HBCUs, so... I think if you are near one of these cities, that this will be a wonderful time to visit and to see what's going on with our history. And that's it. Those are the facts. I hope you run with it. Okay, Royals, this episode is entitled You First. Do any of you have, like, soapbox friends? Or what about TED Talk homies? I'm asking if you have a friend because sometimes people can identify the speck in someone else's eye before they can recognize the log in their own. So I'm going to keep it neutral. But honestly, have you had a burden for something and you feel like nobody else gets it? You feel so strongly that this thing should be created or this action should be taken or the culture should shift in this direction. But sometimes it feels like you are out on a limb all by yourself. While I've been going around with Charlie so often I hear they didn't have that when my kids were little. And I always respond. It was one of you who finally said enough is enough. Everything we have in this world was created because somebody got tired. Even more than that, because someone decided the burden was too great. Something as simple as the food pouches my daughter eats. A busy mom or a child care provider of sorts decided they could do more if their baby could feed themselves a jar of food rather than them sitting and spoon feeding all the time. One day, the child will grow the skills to feed themselves, but that day wasn't coming fast enough for somebody. Now, all we have to do is untwist and the same skill the child already has of drinking milk is used to suck down the baby food. Brilliant. From a new mom, I agree that that change had to come. It was not my burden to bear. That mom or child care worker also had to realize it was their burden. This topic really struck me because I'd be tired of people on social media and otherwise telling us those who attention they have even for a moment what needs to happen. They have so much to say, but no action. So often a problem is identified and then criticized. Do you know what a problem is? A problem is an opportunity for purpose to be realized. Even if you can't see it through to completion, 
if you have a part in it, do your part and do it first. DeAntoine DJ Johnson, a friend of the pod, had a really rough childhood. Like, awful. This gave him a burden for at-risk youth that is unique to his experience. Through therapy and self-work, he has been able to identify emotions and thoughts and perspectives that he had during that time that now serve him in being an advocate for children today. And it is a part of his generation's gentle parenting approach. While some don't agree with a lot of things surrounding the gentle parenting push in culture today, what we cannot deny is they're active. They have a burden and want to see change. DJ is actively participating in the change he wants to see. My mom had a burden for the homeless, so she was in local missionary work all my life. My aunt hands out love kits every month filled with snacks and hygiene essentials and water in a reusable bag to the homeless because her burden is heavy. Are there still at-risk youth in toxic home environments? Yes. Are there still hungry people on the street? Yes. Are there less hungry homeless and at-risk youth? I'd also say yes. Just because you won't see a thing through to completion doesn't mean you shouldn't give it the best kickstart you can. For God's sake, stop talking about it if you ain't gonna do nothing about it. King David gave us a wonderful example, and I'm gonna tell y'all, you gotta read your Bible. There are so many nuggets in all parts of Scripture, and the only part that is going to work for you is the part that you read. 1 Chronicles 29, 3-6 says, And now, because of my devotion to the temple of my God, I am giving all of my own private treasures of gold and silver to help in the construction. This is in addition to the building materials I have already collected for His holy temple. I am donating more than 112 tons of gold from Ophir and 262 tons of refined silver to be used for overlaying the walls of the buildings and for the other gold and silver work to be done by the craftsmen. Now then, who will follow my example and give offerings to the Lord today? And what do you think happened? Verse 6, Then the family leaders, the leaders of the tribe of Israel, the generals, and the captains of the army, and the king's administrative officers, all gave willingly. You first. You don't have to have all the materials. Just bring what you have to the table. David spent years collecting materials to build a temple for God. From the time his castle was built, he wanted God to have a temple. The ark was in a tent, and he hated that. God didn't want David to build it. God said he would choose who would build his temple. That didn't stop David from doing what he could do, and it shouldn't stop you from doing what you can do. You may not have all the resources, but what would happen if you stopped talking, stopped waiting, stopped looking for someone else, stopped criticizing, and presented before God and the people the little or much that you do have? The resources could come, the movement could grow, and it would be said, the foundation started with you. God, help us to go first. Help us to step out on our convictions to be the change we want to see. Let us put aside our grievances of others and participate fully in changing what burdens us, improving what needs improving, and creating new things. Let us choose to move rather than to speak. Let our confidence inspire others to help us along the way and give them boldness to start their journeys too. In Jesus' name, amen. 
All right, Royal, so the charge is yours. I hope you will go out and don't talk about it. Be about it. In some circumstances, talk is cheap. And we want to give God our best selves. We want to change our communities in the best ways possible. And the best thing we can do is show up as our full and complete selves with what we got to make the change a reality. So this segment is called Say That. This is where I give you a word to stamp on your week that you might get this deep down in your spirit, ready to conquer it all. So I want you to repeat after me. I want you to write it everywhere. I want you to post it on your refrigerator. I want you to tag it in your phone. I want you to post it on social media. And I want you to say it right now. It is, all I have is all I need. Say it again. All I have is all I need. Absolutely correct. The Lord rejoices to see a thing begin. So start and you go first. Stop pointing the finger. You bring all you have because it is absolutely all that you need. Hey, friend, if you are listening to this podcast and something I said encouraged you to step out on faith, but faith in whom? Do you believe in God? Have you accepted him as Lord over your life? Have you made him God in your life? Have you made him the head of your household so that everything that you seek to conquer, every way that you seek to change culture has his hand and his anointing, meaning his approval on it? If not, I want to extend this opportunity to you today. I want you to have him as your own because the resources that he has are endless and he is ready to give it to you in abundance. If you want to receive him as your Lord, repeat after me. Say, Lord, I choose to believe that you sent your son down here to live, to die, and to be raised again. And the parts of me that are unsure, God, help my unbelief. I invite you today to change my life for the better. Renew me, oh God. Transform me and give me the benefit of your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, friend. You have now transitioned from a friend to a royal. Royal meaning that you now hold the inheritance of God and all of his resources belong to you. So I encourage you to tap into those and to tap in with me so that I can encourage you, pray with you, and hold your hand through this journey. Email me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com because in this life, you absolutely need community. Listen, the heavens are rejoicing. The Bible tells us that even if one person comes to Christ, all heaven rejoices and the royals are praising God for you as well. I love you so much, but God loves you best. Watch him blow your mind. I'm about to get out of here, friends. I love y'all so, so much. Make sure you're tapping in with me throughout the week at Dear King Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you're shopping black this month. Get into those boutiques. Go on Instagram. Find out who got something going. Make sure you support black, small businesses. Um, and then even on the corporate scale, like I said, it's going to be stuff stamped with black all month long. Make sure you go out and buy it. 
and just be kind to one another support one another spread god's love this month we sure could use a lot of that it's love month as well y'all so make sure that you're hugging loving and spreading God's love to all those that are in your life. And I'll be sure to do the same on my side of town. I love y'all. Can't wait to talk to y'all next week. Get in my DMs, slide on my stories, and let me know what's happening in your life. Until next week, goodbye, Royals.